the Bible versus artificial intelligences or AI interfaith version of the Bible. What is the real reason President Trump or President Biden won't protect our border? Israel's original land grant and much more in the news right now. We'll discuss these events and many others while taking your calls on this open line edition of the End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Dave Robbins. I'm with End Time Ministries and the End Time Show, and I thank you for joining me this afternoon. I'm going to be taking your calls today. Number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. And before we get to the calls, I need to make a couple quick announcements. I will be in Vider, Texas, coming up next weekend. That will be... Starting June 25th, we're going to do Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday night. And so, Vider, Texas, it is with Pastor Matthew Tuttle, Matt Tuttle, many of you know him, uh, Eastgate Church on 18905 I-10 down there in Vider. Sunday morning, I'll be doing the Understanding the End Time lesson. And Sunday evening, that's Sunday morning at 10, Sunday evening, uh, that would be June 25th at 5 p.m., I'll be doing Breaking Prophecy News. We'll be having an evangelistic service along with these. And then Monday, June 26th at 7 p.m., he has an enormous prayer meeting every Monday night. He says three to 400 people show up. Well, I'll be teaching, uh, rather than them having a prayer meeting, I'm going to be teaching that prayer group. And if you'd love to come, it's going to be a very interaction-based, uh, maybe a Q&A, all kinds of things will be happening on that Monday night. So that's going to be the future according to Bible prophecy. Uh, my, my travel schedule, uh, as far as my conferences, has been um, a lot less over the last few weeks because we went to Israel. But now it's going to take back off here into June, July, August, September, October, all the way throughout the rest of the year. So I look forward to seeing you at one of our conferences, uh, especially down here in Vider next weekend. Also, we're going to be going to back to Israel October the 4th through the 15th. Wow, what a tour we just got back from. If you'd like to go with us, you can go to endtime.com slash tour and check it out. Go to our website. You can find it all over the place, but uh, we'd love for you to go with us. I was on the once a month, uh, usually the first Thursday of every month, I'm on the Pete Santilli uh, show out of Cincinnati, Ohio. And I walked him through some of our tour last night and what we do and the miracle of the lady that got healed of cancer in the water when she got baptized on this last tour. People receiving the Holy Spirit for the first time. Uh, many spiritual experiences that happened on the tour. That's happened every tour. Not, not the healing, but the, the spiritual experiences has happened every tour I've ever been on since 1999. And so what a wonderful time it has been. Um, and myself, my wife, and some other uh, of our team here at End Time will be going to Israel again. And we have already have a lot of people already signed up for that. So my wife has to ticket in August. So if you'd like to go with us, go ahead and get signed up. And we're going to be gone October 4th 
through the 15th, so you'll be back for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that, and um, it's going to be a great, great time. The weather is almost perfect that time of year over there, so I'm um, looking forward to that. Now, again, I'll be taking your calls today, one 877 363 Now, listen at this. The Times of Israel reported many other news sources, but I chose the Times of Israel. Israeli futurist, the author predicts that AI, artificial intelligence, will soon write a new Bible. What in the world is going on? I mean, can you imagine? Uh, why would you want to write another Bible? I mean, the, this Bible that we have has the words to eternal life. It tells us how many gods there are, one, uh, and how to lead a successful Christian life post the morning and experience, where you're going to, where you uh, will spend eternity, uh, how to prepare yourself for that, the end time events, prophecy, uh, building your faith in the Word of God. There's no other book on the planet that has those, that information. This, the book is it, the Bible. But he's saying, hey, there's going to come a time when artificial intelligence will write a new Bible. His name is Yoval Noah Harari. Many of you have heard of him lately in the news, causing quite the stir. He said that he believes that AI is not only on the brink of creating a new religious text, but he asserts that one that might actually be true. In other words, he doesn't believe this one. He, he made a stu- this stunning claim uh, during a conversation on AI in the future of humanity with journalist Pedro Pinto last month in Lisbon, Portugal. And he claimed that the rise of the AI computer power with other history-altering interventions like the printing press. He said, but unlike the printing press or its Gutenberg Bible, Harari explained AI has the potential to come up with entirely new ideas distinct from prior human development. Listen at this. He says, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. He said it had no ideas Uh, uh, of its own about the Bible. It is good and it's bad. How to interpret this? How to interpret that? He said AI can create new ideas. That's the difference in Gutenberg's printing press. It can even write a new Bible. But he goes on beyond that. He says, seemingly casting aside millennia of claims of divine inspiration, but not just Christianity, but all religions of the world, Harari said that AI could fulfill the religious dream of a book written by a superhuman intelligence. He said, throughout history, religions have dreamed of having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, but by a non-human entity. Every religion claims, and that all other books of other religions, that, that humans wrote them. He says, but our book? No, no, no. It came from superhuman intelligence. That's what he's saying a lot of people say. But he says in a few years, there might be religions that could actually be correct. Just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an artificial intelligence, an AI um, program that could be in reality, uh, a reality in a few years. He said he's called the book, the book, the Bible, a book of myths and just stories. And he also described Christians as having locked themselves inside this self-reinforcing mythological bubble, never daring to question the factual veracity of the Bible. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, 
Mr. Harari, I, I, I feel sorry for you. Because to not have this book in your life to where you would want to adhere to its words, the principles in here, to understand there's only one God and that He would have a redemption plan when Adam and Eve sinned, that He would come and die for us and, and, and purchase a redemptive plan of salvation to where we could go to be with Him for eternity, to not understand those truths and to see that it's easily revealed all around us, the oneness of God and that He is a real being. Wow, I'd hate to live my life like that. I'll talk to you about it a little more when we get back, and then we'll get straight to the calls. So looking forward to it. Um, I come up with something that you may never have heard, and we'll talk about it when we get back. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me, and I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Now available for pre-order at endtime.com slash ABC. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Okay, everybody. Now, I've got a little thing I want to do here real quick, and then I'll go straight to the phone. So you guys just hold on for just a moment, and then I'll get to you. I've got several calls. Again, the number to reach me, one 363 But I did something right before I come on the air. I have an, uh, an artificial intelligence app on my, uh, Vince put it on my uh, computer because I'm not super tech savvy, but he is. And so I use him for this stuff. And I went to AI and I said, rewrite the book, rewrite Genesis chapter 1, in favor of interfaithism. Now, I'm telling you, it can spit out information immediately. And it gathers all this information from all over the web and everything that it has access to, and it spit this out. I want you to listen to this very quickly before I go to the phones. 
an interfaith version of Genesis chapter 1. Listen at this. I'm not going to go through the whole chapter, just a few verses. The Bible says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The AI's interfaith version says, In the timeless beginning, when the vastness of existence unfolded, there was a state of unity and divine presence. From this sacred space, a divine force set in motion a magnificent creation, weaving a tapestry of diversity and harmony. That's AI's version of an interfaith Bible. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. So you could be a Buddhist or a Muslim or whoever and say, well, this would, this would apply to me. But the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse number 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. That's the Bible. The interfaith version of AI Bible says, Through the divine command, the universe came into being, filled with boundless wonder and awe-inspiring beauty. This force, known by many names across different faith traditions, guided the unfolding of creation with infinite wisdom and compassion. Leaving it open to your own interpretation. That's going to be the goal of these new Bibles that AI will print if they, if they do one. And I'm sure they will. Yeah, I guarantee you they're going to do one. Verse number 3 of the Bible. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Verse number 3 of the interfaith, the AI interfaith Bible. In the depths of the primordial chaos, light emerged, casting its gentle, slow, gentle glow upon the cosmos. This light symbolized divine illumination, knowledge, and enlightenment that is sought by people of various faiths on their spiritual paths. Wow. Verse 26 of the Bible. And God said, let us make man in our own image, after our, own li- after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing upon the earth, that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, created he, them. Now, listen at the interfaith version. The, the AI interfaith version. It says, Finally, the, the divine force breathed life into humanity, created beings with capacity for reason, compassion, and love, people of different faiths, with their rich diversity of cultures, traditions, and beliefs, even seen as reflections of, divine, of the divine image, manifesting the values of kindness, justice, and peace cherished by interfaith communities. Folks, this is so far off the Bible, it's unimaginable. Then I did one more, and then I'll go straight to the phones. Deuteronomy 6, verse 1 through 5. Folks, this, these verses right here are the foundation of all truth. If you move off of these verses, you've completely moved off of every doctrine, every principle in the Bible, and it's whatever you think goes at that point. Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 5. The Bible says, Now these, now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whether ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God, 
keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, thee, uh, thou and thy son and thy son's sons, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that you may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers has promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Listen at verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And folks, Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. That's the cornerstone of all truth. Once you move off the belief in one God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that one true God of the Bible, once you move off of that, then you, moved, you have moved off into idolatry. And you've moved off the cornerstone of all truth. If you move off of that belief, the rest of the doctrines mean nothing. You have to believe in that one true God. The Bible says, He that cometh to God must first believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Belief in that one true God. That's the cornerstone of all truth. Well, the AI interfaith friendly version, I'll go down to verse 4. Rather than, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, it says, Let us cherish and hold these teachings close to our heart, speaking of them with reverence and sharing with them others, that they may inspire and guide our daily lives. That's the AI interfaith version. Whew, man, it almost gives me the creeps to read it out loud. But folks, these are some of the things. I've already heard where PETA, people for the um, ethical treatment of animals, that they changed, the, they rewrote the book of Genesis to be a more animal friendly. They don't call them animals, they call them beings now. Like they're almost on a par with humans to be more animal friendly. And then I know there's a, um, an LGBTQ Bible out there. And I mean, all these things. This stuff is it's very, very dangerous. Let's just be honest. And so when this Yuval Harari comes out with all these articles and saying, well, AI could write a new Bible that actually is the truth. Uh, no, no, no. Folks, you can take it to the bank. You can base your eternal salvation on the words in the Bible. The Bible, the, the Bible actually says in 2 Peter 1.21, For the prophecy came not in old by the will of men. Men didn't write the Bible. The Bible says, But they were holy men of God, as they, holy men of God spake as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. Men were the secretaries, but their ideologies and the word that came to them was by God Almighty. This is God's word. And you can base your eternal salvation on it. Okay, wow. Man, I spent enough time on that AI, but oh my goodness, what, what a danger that is. So, okay, let's go straight to the phones. Again, the number to reach me, one 877 8463 Let's go to Jorge in Virginia. God bless Jorge. Welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, Dave. How are you? I'm God doing tremendous. You, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing okay. Just wondering something. What do you think about this idea? Could AI... And the woke movement where people thinking that man can be pregnant and woman, woman, and man with man is natural. Could that be what God is referring to in Second Thessalonians 2.11, where he sends a strong delusion? Because in order for the false prophet to create an image to the beast and have it worship, I think those are the tools he will need to use in order to create that mindset in people so they can bow to an image. Yeah, so... The thing is, the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 2.11, And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, 
Well, the thing is that they should be able to lie, that they might be damned. The thing is, when you're talking about this scripture right here, that's actually talking about the time when the Antichrist will be revealed. Because the Bible says that, um, and when that wicked is revealed, that's 2 Thessalonians 2.8. That's the Antichrist. So it's talking about when people will not receive a love for the truth, God will send them a strong delusion that they might believe a lie and be damned. That's absolutely the case. It talks about that in Romans 1 as well. And you say, does that mean all hope is lost? Well, I have a, I've had friends I've had, um, that, that have came out of certain lifestyles where you would have thought this person doesn't love the truth, but in fact they were, in, they were just in a, a, a bondage situation in their mind. They were in a jail cell thinking they could never get out. I have a, a friend of mine uh, that is going to, I've talked to him, I'm hoping that next week he's going to be on the program as a guest that was in the LGBTQ lifestyle for 25 years, and God delivered him out of that. If you would have talked to him while he was in the lifestyle, you would have thought, well, hey, he does because he, he told me, he said, I didn't want anything to do with church or anything, but he still felt trapped in, like, I could never get out of this. He knew it was wrong. I could never get out of it. So, I think there's a difference in somebody that's sincere that would like to get out but's trapped and then somebody who is sincerely hates the Word of God, hates the truth, doesn't want anything to do with God, and God has turned them over. So, uh, But I think all of this kind of comes into play here in the end time because there will be people um, that will never repent. The Bible says after the Sixth Trumpet War and during the vials that men repented not of their sins uh, and I believe all that falls in the same basket here, Jorge. All right. Yes. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Thank God you, bless you, my friend. Thanks for listening. Okay, everybody, let's go to New York to our good friend, Joe. God bless, Joe. Welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, Dave. How are you today? Doing <laughs> tremendous, my friend. How are you? Uh, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, losing my voice, but I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. God is restoring my strength little by little. Good. Uh, I'm going to try to be brief and right to the point, but I've been, you know, I take everything to the Holy Spirit, but I have had a lot of time over the recent couple of years to study things and evaluate things. We're, we're, we're falling into a trap, Dave. There is no such thing as artificial intelligence. Right. That's a myth. Right. There are the evil ones that are being deceived. We know that Satan is the father of lies. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, to think, and I've worked in the field of certain technologies over the years. I worked in building long-distance telecom systems back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a machine that can create thought. Right. That's a lie from Satan. Right. But you see, they're setting up the stage... This is the foundation of a fulfillment of the scriptures. This AI is a myth. They want to make AI to be God, and they're working behind the scenes. Artificial intelligence, like you were just quoting, how they how they have, you know, the AI Bible. Yeah. Well, that has human input. This crew in, in, in Devos the World Economic Forum, they have technicians who are atheists that are building this system, and they're trying to create fear that AI can take over humanity. That's a lie from hell. 
You see, a computer is a machine, right or wrong, right? That's, no, that's absolutely correct. If you don't like what it's doing, you unplug it. <laughs> Amen. You unplug it. Now they're saying, well, it could have battery backups. Well, batteries are energy that wears out. Right. All of this is a lie. It's right. a myth. There's no such thing. There's a group programming stuff like the like the verses that you just said. AI, a computer cannot have creative thought. It's a machine. That's a lie from Satan. Right. But you see, this is the foundation of the fulfillment that's leading up to the world system. How they're going to keep, you know, bringing to the world stage this AI, this AI. Mm -hmm. But it's a group of atheists that want to try to make the Bible look foolish by creating something that they'll say is universal and is superior to the Bible. Oh, yeah. So that's Satan. Yep. And Satan's behind this whole thing. And, and, and they're trying to instill right now, I've seen and read articles about people being afraid of AI. AI is a lie. It is a lie from Satan manipulating human beings to try to make the world think that they have a better way. Just like uh, Klaus Schwab's and that other that other younger fellow that says that the Bible is a myth yeah. and that Jesus is fake news. He's fake news, and he's he's. You see, they're they're twisting everything. They're right. twisting everything. But artificial intelligence has to have human input. A machine cannot come up with creative thought. Amen. Those are human beings deceiving the public. And it's happening worldwide, and there are people buying into it. Us as believers, what did the Lord say? I send the, the comforter, the helper. He will be in you. He will lead you to know all truth. Believe the words that I'm saying. It's a lie. It is human input that is trying to deceive the world to think that it's setting the stage for the world to look up to this AI. Yes. And that the Antichrist is going to use that, and that fits into what is in the book of Revelation, how he's going to manipulate the masses after World War III. People are going to really be frightened. Right. Amen. And this is the stage. It's all being created. It's all lies. Just like the things that this pineapple president, Joe Biden, he's being deceived. This man is being deceived and deceived... When, when a person is deceived, they come up with really weird stuff like this parade in front of the White House with the LGB community and the transgender exposing breasts to, to second graders. Can't we see the evil? We have to see the evil. Right. And AI is fitting right into it. It's a tool that they are using to make human beings believe that there's this supreme intelligence in computers. Yeah. It's nonsense. Well, it is I, I, I do thank you for the comments, Joe. I, I, I got to let you go. I'm coming up to a break. But thank you so much, my friend. And, and your comments are always welcomed here. And I, I, what you're saying is absolutely true. Uh, AI is just a machine, but it's being programmed by people and uh, people that are governed by Satan himself. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God. 
I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME. Or go to endtime.com. You know, everybody, uh, just kind of a follow-up to Joe's comments there about AI being a machine, and it's ran by, you know, the devils behind it and all these things. In looking down the line at what's coming with the Antichrist and the, the, the world government and all these things that will come into play and the, the mark of the beast and this, um, there have been people over the years that speculated if the beast could not be a, a system or a machine. And it certainly looks like this AI could play into that somehow, some way. However... The Bible says in Revelation 19.20 that the Antichrist and the false prophet, when the Lord comes back, that he will be the Antichrist and the false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire. The Bible calls specifically calls the Antichrist a man. And the man of sin, and it, the, the Bible says he and him, all the pronouns point to a man. And so I've heard that speculation over the years, and now I see this AI and what Joe was saying and it makes me reflect back on some of those things that people have speculated over the years because, you know, people are just trying to figure this stuff out. But the fact of the matter is, is there's going to be a world government. There's going to be a leader of that. He will be the, 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 the main politician in Europe at the time. He's going to be the Antichrist. There's going to be a main uh, individual over the, a religious figure over the world religion. And he's going to be the false prophet. The Bible says they will both be cast alive into the lake of fire. Um, and so... It's not going to be a machine. Again, what Joe's saying is correct. It's just a machine. AI is only doing what it has been programmed. And let me tell you how I know that. There's many ways to tell, but I have went on my AI app that I have, and I've asked it specific questions about Israel and the politics and different things, and it always gives me a left-leaning answer. Oh, every time. It has given me a left-leaning answer, and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, whoever's programmed this thing, in other words, it doesn't take all the information out there and formulate an answer. It, it's, when, I talk, when I ask it about, um, is Israel illegally occupying the West Bank? It would say, now, well, there is much speculation over that, and it gives me this left-leaning answer, and I thought, no, that's not true. AI, give me the correct answer. 
But you can't rely on AI to do that. Now, if you said, what's 2 plus 2? Yeah, it's going to tell you 4. But when it talks about things that are absolutely true in some of these situations around the world, it's going to give you the left's version of it. Go type some of those questions into some of these things, and you'll see what I'm saying. So it's pretty crazy. And when I typed in, give me an interfaith version of Genesis chapter 1, I sit there and scratch my head like, you've got to be kidding me. uh, Noah Harari, you think this thing's going to be able to write a new Bible? Not one that I'll ever buy, I tell you that. Okay, uh, moving right along, uh, let's go to John in Tennessee. God bless John. Welcome to the End Time Show. Good afternoon, Dave. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How about you? I am doing tremendous. Thank you. Great. Now, I want to echo Joe with the idea that this AI cannot possibly be an an intelligence of any kind. I think that AI more readily would stand for Antichrist Information Systems. (laughs) That would put the thing that they want you to know out there, and I'm sure that when you log into an AI app, that you're tying directly into a data stream that's already been set up to answer your questions in the way they want them answered. I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised a bit about this. Right. As we know from prophecy, there's going to be a one-world religion to back up a one-world government. That one-world religion must have its own set of rules, regulations, and doctrines that you must follow if you're going to be part of it. So therefore, of course, they're going to rewrite a Bible, not the Bible. Sure. They know they cannot rewrite the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. The mighty, almighty God wrote that Bible, gave it to the people who wrote it down on papyrus or whatever they wrote it down on. Right. And we were handed it that way. Just because we're using computers now to print out information does not change the fact that what they wrote back then, starting with uh, Job, if that's the oldest book, with Genesis, with all of them, Right. right on up through does not change the fact that this is true. That's correct. Of course, we're going to try. They're going to try to deceive us, and this is at the point where it's really coming up to people mm-hmm. that think back on what God told you about faith. Now is the time to steadily put your faith in the One Almighty and act as though you were Job. Amen. The things they're going to throw at us are going to try any man. But Job stood up to it, and so can we. That's right. Don't be surprised that this happens. Don't be surprised at all. And it's not, I don't believe it's because these people are atheists, even though some of them might be. The scriptures tell us that the demons and Satan and all of them believe that's right. But in believing, they tremble. Right. They know they have to stop people from believing. And the only way to do it is to push their own system down their throat. That's right. I hope we can stop it, because we're going to do exploits, and those that have knowledge amongst us are going to teach many. Uh, come on now. That's it. Preach, John. <laughs> Faith of Job. Yeah. Teach many. 
Amen. And I'll let you get to your next call. Right. And would you pass one thing on to Vince and Doug for me? I'll do it. I was going to call in yesterday and yeah. give it to them. Live long and prosper. They'll know what it's about. All right. I'll certainly do that, Thank John. You. All right. God Thank bless you. Thank you for the call, my friend. And, wow, that's so true. And, you know, folks, that's why this right here is one of the main reasons why you have to know your Bible in the end time. Because the Bible says that the Antichrist, the false prophet, they will all have deceptive messages. Satan's main message, Satan's main weapon is deception. If he can get you to think you know the truth, but get you off of, of the truth, and to think, well, hey, I, one of the worst travesties is going to be people believing they were saved when they actually weren't. The Bible says there will be people that stand before God someday and say, Hey, look at, Lord, we did many mighty great works in your name, and look at all these things that we've done. And he's going to say, Depart from me, you work of iniquity. I don't even know who you are. But these people believe they were saved. So it's a message of deception. The Bible talks about it over and over and over, that the false prophet, the leader of the world religious system in the end time, will actually use miracles to deceive people. In Revelation 13, he calls fire down from heaven. But the Bible says in Revelation 19, 20, that the Antichrist will, and false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire and that the false prophet, it talks about the miracles that he used to deceive people. Folks, you've got to know the Word of God in the end time. Have that so ingrained in you that nobody could take it out of you. When Satan came to tempt Jesus... He said, hey, you know, if, if, if you really be the Son of God, cast yourself down. The angels will bear you up. And he said, no. What did he do? He didn't argue with Satan. He said, no, Satan, it's written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Every time Satan tempted him, he come back. It's written, Satan. It's written. It's written. And so this is how we're going to overcome. And... Is because the Bible says they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. But remember what Jesus did. When Satan tempted him, he would come back with him with the word of God. And guess what? Satan had no answer for it. He was stumped because he quoted the word of God. But there will be people, I promise you, there will be people that if AI writes a new Bible, there will be people that buy into it lock, stock, and barrel. Because they don't know the Word of God now. They're, they're looking for something that will appease their uh, lusts in this life. And so you've got to know the Word of God. That's why it's so important. Get involved in good Bible studies. Get involved in a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. Take online courses. Take the Jerusalem Prophecy College. I'm telling you, it will take you from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. Because like, they, like John said, they're going to try to cram this down your throat. And it's coming very soon. I can, I'm, I'm sitting here watching it. And so um, it, here's the deal. On some of these major sh- uh, stories where I go on to um, my AI app, and I'm going to try to use it for good, but I'm, I'm not seeing how that's going to be possible. And, but the thing is, if you didn't know the truth about some of these scenarios with Israel and all these other different things going on around the world and world government, if you just went to AI and started asking it questions... You, you're going to be led astray. I'm telling you. I'm, it's, I've seen it happen. I've been on there and asked it questions about Israel and, all, and government and all kinds of different things. 
world religions, and it gives me the left-leaning mindset. It's, all, it's been programmed to do that. And so, uh, don't, don't, certainly don't go to AI. Go to the Word of God, folks. Come on. Uh, and I deal with people all the time which just have a, a very surface knowledge of the Word of God. So a surface knowledge. Adults that have just, and you would think, no, surely they know about this story in the Bible or this concept or this doctrine. And no. So, oh man, I mean, I see every day that I live, I see more and more need of my knowledge of the Word of God and to share this with others. Okay, back to the phones, you guys. Um, let's go to Stephen right here in Texas. God bless Stephen. Welcome to the End Time Show. Well, thank you, Dave, and uh, amen on what you were just talking about. Amen. But I would like your, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd like your opinion. You know, you talk about the the uh, the world players that's going to be in the end time, and you said that you don't believe that... Now, I know you said you were just speculating, yeah. But you said you don't believe that the United States is going to be, um, you know, involved so much in the world government. Yes. My question to you is: is the way I see it now? Of course, everybody knows Joe Biden is a globalist. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's for one world government. Yep. And Donald Trump was the only one that really tried to pull us out of that, okay? Yes, sir. Well, if what happens if he doesn't get in there this next go-around, mm-hmm. and then we get another Democrat that's going to do this again for another four, possibly eight years? Yeah. Or, I mean, or, or a rhino the, Republican. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Or a, what's your take on that if Donald Trump or someone like him doesn't get in? Sure. Yep. My take is that the prophecies will always come to pass, my friend. Even even though it looks impossible. Just so the let me just give you a for instance here. The Berlin the tearing down of the Berlin Wall, the healing of the deadly wound in Revelation 13. My father-in-law understood that that was the healing of the tearing down of the Berlin Wall years before it ever happened. So he actually put it in a book. Well, all of his friends said Irvin, don't put that in your book of message for the president because the Berlin Wall's never going to come down. It's the symbol of the Cold War. And he went ahead and published it in a book in 1986, even though it looked complete, totally impossible. But yet when it came down in 1989, three years after he published the book, everybody said, how in the world did you know that? He said, because the prophecies always come to pass. And so that's what's going to happen in the near future. Even though it looks impossible right now, The Bible says that the United States is not going to be fully engaged in the end time. We will pull out of that, and that we will uh, stand with Israel all the way to the end. I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the End Time now. 
Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. You know, everyone, uh, and sorry about that, Stephen, I didn't mean to cut you off there. That break kind of crept up on me there, but the thing is, is that Bible prophecy is always going to come to pass, period. it, It always has in great detail, and it always will. And I know that because the United States is not mentioned in the world governing body of the end time, that we're, jump back a chapter, and we're, we're prophesied to not be fully engaged with the world government, but to stand by Israel all the way to the end. Now, I will say this, because Stephen brings up a great point, that I, we say that it's not going to be fully engaged. We're going to be standing with against the world government with Israel. We have, for decades now, used our UN Security Council veto power to protect Israel against the UN Security Council resolutions that they passed against her. And it could go on like that, us protecting her uh, against the world governing body. I think it will become a little more more detailed than that and a little more... um, you know, a, a, a little more pronounced as we go along, more than just that. But there will be, probably be people, because I'm watching this thing play out, it, there will probably be people here in the United States that still want to be a part of the world government, but something has happened to the point where we've slid off the world stage and that we're standing with Israel all the way in, and most of, a, the, most of the world governing edicts will not apply to the United States. There will be people here that want to get a a digital ID and just cram it down our throats and make us take a mark of the beast system. There will be people in the United States that want that. I can see it happening. There are globalists that are here. But there's going to be a great reset that's coming, and it's going to be World War III. When World War III happens, there's going to be a great reset in the world. You watch. And on the heels of that, the, that's going to really be going to be the entrance ramp for the Antichrist to start ascending into power and something has happened. The, the power base of the Antichrist is going to be Europe. It's not going to be the United States. Obama, President Trump, Joe Biden, none of them can be the Antichrist. The, the, the Antichrist is coming from Europe. I'm not going to take time to prove that, but I, I can prove it scripturally. Europe will be the power base of the Antichrist. Something will have happened when it shifted over there. And the power base of the world government will be Europe, not the United States. So there's been a major shift in our world that would allow that to happen. So just because something looks a certain way in politics or in a world governing situation or in a, in a geopolitical situation around the world, that you and I both know, if you follow the news at all, all of that can shift tomorrow morning. I've watched it over and over and over. And... When we watched for years, my father-in-law, before me, decades before me, but we watched under Bill Clinton and uh, both the Bushes and, the, and under President Obama, we thought, man, we're, the United States is just going full, uh, full on into this world governing body. 
But my father-in-law knew, and I have over the last several years, that the United States would not fully comply with the world governing edicts. Well, then a Donald Trump comes along and gets elected and starts pulling us out of this world governing body. Me and my father-in-law looked at each other and we thought, well, you've got to be kidding me. This is really happening. Even though it looked impossible, we still pulled out. Well, now, e- even if a Joe, you know, I don't, I highly would doubt that Joe Biden would get back in. I think the Democrats will never allow him to stand on a debate stage um, to debate a Donald Trump or somebody like that. However, if he was to get back in or if somebody else was to get back in, maybe a rhino Republican, um, I, I still believe in the Bible and the prophecies that they will come to pass just like the Bible says they will. Even though they look impossible, even the day before, God knows the end from the beginning. He's already seen all this stuff play out, and I'm going to go with that. I know how the Bible says it's going to play out, and so that's, where that, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So uh, thank you, Stephen, for the call. God bless you, my friend. Let's go to Pam in Illinois. God bless Pam. Welcome to the End Time Show. Hi, Dave. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am, I can. Okay, because when I'm not using my speaker, my phone doesn't seem to want to pick up sound very well. Yeah. Um, um, first of all, um, I'm, I'm praying it will be Trump because he has blessed Israel, and we know the scriptures says, they that bless Israel shall be blessed, they that curse Israel shall be cursed. Mm-hmm. So I'm praying for him. But my question was, um, I remember many years ago, I don't know how many years ago it's been, but I remember Urban Baxter talking about that someday, even that Okay, you, you cut out on me there, Pam. I didn't catch that. I, I didn't catch what you just said. You said Urban Baxter said what? Oh, man. can end up in the brig someday because of how our government's going in prison. Yeah, okay, I got you. That the president could. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, I missed that. I think he said the brig, the whatever. Yeah. Um, but I remember him saying, making the statement that even... Can you imagine even presidents ending up in prison because of the way that the government was going? And here we are today with the possibility of Trump going to prison. Right. So he, he was referring to the International Criminal Court. We were talking about a global stage, a world government. Part of that world government is to have an international criminal court and... He was saying that there would, there is, there's a possibility that when all is said and done, that a president or a prime minister or somebody could be taken before the International Criminal Court and potentially be thrown into prison, even the president of the United States. So that's what he was referring to at that time. However, I do understand how you could tie that into what's going on today um, with, you know, in in America because it's. Uh, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of what's happening with Donald Trump. I, I, I know on the surface, I wasn't down there. I've never talked to him, but um, I've, read the, I've, been, I've read all the articles I can get my hands on trying to figure everything out to, to kind of know what's going on. But I, I, when I look at the big picture on this stuff, Pam, I know there's a world government being established, that Joe Biden is a globalist. He believes in a world government. He is uh, the, the Penn Biden Center is devoted to... 
supporting the, the, this world governing and protecting the liberal international order. And that's where he had some of his documents that he took as vice president. And so um, I, I look at everything on the, on the big scope and how it ties into Bible prophecy. But as far as being able to really, you know, um, <coughs> all the nitty gritty details about what's happening with Donald Trump. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I know that I heard Mark Levin speak the other night. And he said if they could, they could charge him with one thing, it would, it would be 20 years in jail. Well, I think he's about 75 or 76 years old, so he could potentially die in prison. I, I hope that it doesn't happen. I hope, I hope the truth is brought out um, with everything in that, you know, because prison's a horrible place. I don't want to see anybody go to prison, but, um, uh, you know, I, I just don't know how all that's going to play out. We'll have to see. I mean, maybe it's just a big ploy to keep him all tied up during the the um, run-up to the election cycle and that his campaign, you know, that he couldn't run it right because he's in all this litigation. I mean, I, I don't know the, all the ins and outs of it, but at the end of the day, um, I just hope that truth prevails. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, God bless you, Pam, and thank you for the call. Um, let's go to James in Virginia. God bless James. Welcome to the End Time Show. Yes, uh, yeah, I hope you can hear me okay. Yes, I can. Uh, Anyway, my I have a two two part thing here I want to talk about. You got Ezekiel thirty eight thirty nine, yes, which is I've read much and it's a lot involved with that, yes, that invasion and everything. And we know Armageddon spoke of in I believe Revelation nineteen. Hmm. It, it is two different battles, uh, but the question is on Ezekiel thirty eight thirty nine. Do we have any indication where this will happen? Yeah, so the the in my opinion, James, the Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine is the exact same battle as the Battle of Armageddon, because if you look in, um, it talks about the, that the nations of the world led by um, Russia, which is Gog and Magog, and then Persia, which is Iran, Gomer, Eastern Europe, um, and Togomar, Turkey, all of those nations coming down to Israel to battle. And in Ezekiel 39, verse 17 through 20, the Bible says, And thou, son of man, thus saith unto the Lord God, thus saith the Lord God, Speak unto every feathered fowl, every, every beast of the field, assemble yourselves, and come gather yourselves on every side to my sacrifice that I do sacrifice for you, even a great sacrifice unto the mountains of Israel, that ye may eat flesh and drink blood. Ye shall eat the flesh of the mighty, drink the blood of the princes of the earth. Um, and you shall eat till you be full and drink the blood till you be drunken and my sacrifice which I sacrifice for you that you be filled to the table with the horses and chariots and mighty men and all the men of war. So this is a, uh, this is a uh, given a description of God and his wrath is poured out upon these armies and there's going to be a great slaughter and it's going to be at God's hand. Well, if you go back to Revelation chapter um, 19 and the same verses, Revelation nineteen seventeen to 20, John said, And I saw an angel standing in the sun. He cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the great supper, of, to supper of the great God. It's the same thing as Ezekiel 39, that you may eat the flesh of kings, captains, and mighty men, the flesh of horses, and them that sit upon them, and the flesh of all the men, both free and bond, small and great, and I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together 
to make war against him that sat up on the horse and against his army. So, in my opinion, Ezekiel 38 and 39, Revelation uh, 16 and 19, uh, Zechariah chapter 12, 13, 14, all of them are the same war, and that's the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, can I ask you one more thing? Yes, sir. The Antichrist is not even mentioned in 3839, or is it? Well, he would be, no. I mean, so Gog and Magog um, in Ezekiel chapter 38 is Russia. The, the Antichrist specifically himself is not mentioned there, no. Okay. Yeah, but he's not, he's not, he's not specifically mentioned. Yeah, he's not specifically mentioned in Zechariah 12, 13, and 14 either. I've heard some people, different opinions, said there was two different battles, you know, but that's why I wanted to yeah. ask you this question about that. Yes. So Ezekiel 38 and 39, Zechariah chapter 12, 13, and 14, and Revelation 16 and 19, those are all the Battle of Armageddon. If you look at Revelation chapter 9, verse 13 through 21, that's the sixth trumpet war or World War III. That is a separate war. From the Battle of Armageddon. Those are two separate okay. wars. But the um, Ezekiel 38, 39, Zechariah 12, 13, 14, Revelation 16 and 19, those are all the Battle of Armageddon. They're, two, they're, uh, they're all the same war. All right. I appreciate yes, everything. You have a good right. day, Dave. All right, appreciate James. It. God bless you, my friend. Thank you for the Thank call. You. Well, everybody, we're coming up to the uh, coming up to the end. I'm not going to be able to take any more programs. I'm going to hit the break, but uh, calls, but um, I do want to say thank you so much. I know this AI thing is, um, it, it, it's kind of alarming, but like Joe said, it's just a machine. Make sure you understand that. It's like when you look something up on Google and all of the left-leaning uh, news sources come up first. Well, that's the same thing with AI. When you type in something on AI, it, it, from what I've seen, it gives all the left perspective on all of these different things and so uh, we got to make sure that we know the Bible, know and understand your Bible in these end times. It is of utmost importance. Make sure you got that word deep in your heart. God bless. You.